3: like the sound of that
0: all right people settle in get comfortable find a comfy chair pour yourself a beer we're going to be here a while because we have a lot Uh. to discuss (laughs) and there we go (laughs) uh you have found the wretched hive podcast and we are discussing the, among many other things, season one, chapter seven of the book of Boba Fett. My name is Steve Baldwin, and joining me, Dave, Nico, Scott, and Greg. Good evening, gentlemen.
3: I think hey! that's, a, I think that's the first time I've been introduced first on the on the co host list.
4: Oh, wow. love it. Hey, ladies.
0: Your status a good... is good. Your stock is going up, Dave. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My God. <laughs> with just with all the
1: with all the bass awkwardness that's going on with this show, uh, it's a good time to do this. So let's let's mix it up. Let's bring Dave out first.
0: <laughs> let's let's get into this really quick. Cool. We've got a lot to cover tonight, and not just chapter seven, guys. We've got a voicemail. We have fan voicemail mm-hmm. to cover tonight.
5: Thank God. Yeah. People want to so, talk wow. to us other than this episode to talk about.
0: Yep one of the one of our five <laughs> Easy listeners <now>. called. Easy. <laughs> uh, hey, happy birthday. To the maestro, John Williams, turns ninety today.
1: Ninety years old. Wow,
0: John Williams, ninetieth birthday. That's a big cake, or a very small cake that's very dangerous, with all those candles. But uh, happy (laughs) happy birthday to uh, to Jay Willie. Jesus. Uh, Today also also another (laughs) big. Why are you you doing that to the man? He's ninety years old.
3: A happy thing Go. goes to a dark place very quickly. Welcome to the Wretched High podcast, a beacon of optimism and happiness. One- <laughs> the national treasure, Steve.
0: One foot in the grave there. John Williams. No, <laughs> hitting. Oh my God. Kidding. Kidding. Okay, my the, God. Hey, I'm the morbid you- one on the show.
3: Stop trying to steal my gig. Yeah,
1: wait, wait, Steve, do you know something? Because Greg. do
3: I need to see him? You this should not. If he, if he dies this year, man, it is all on you. It is percent on you.
0: I cannot time. believe Greg just said that was the that was he's of all the horrible things Greg has said on this show.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Greg only jokes about people who are already dead. At that that's level, that's, right? a, good he that's a good point. Doesn't actually fire on the living like that.
0: <laughs> Mr. Williams, Mr. John Williams, the maestro, seventy excuse me, ninety years young, ninety years young today. Uh, February eighth. Also today, we got a big announcement in the Star Wars universe. We have a release date for Star Wars Kenobi, the next series, yes. March twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Pants. I'm <laughs> whipping up all
4: my Adobe yep. Kenobi as we speak, guys. Yep. Uh, Steve have his shitting pants on today because it was shitting pants time. Yeah.
3: So
0: apparently, Star Wars has also um, uh, announced the episode, the the date of the our next podcast after this show. March 25th, 2022. Uh, but but nice. we're, super, we're super excited about that. Uh, but before we go any further, before we get into ch- uh, Chapter 7, which, by the way, is titled In the Name of Honor, we need to get to our voicemail, guys, because we have a very, very strong entry into the voicemail pantheon. Uh,
4: before before you get to that, I'm also yeah. just going to throw out there that uh, Disney also confirmed that there will, there will be an Andor season two, casting Andor season two, um, even before the release of anything to do with season one. There will be a season two. Nice, very nice. Wow. Please they must... tell
5: me that they did not verify a book of Boba Fett season two. Wow. Um
4: The only the only hint about that is that they they have called this one on Disney Plus season one, which implies that there will be a mm. season two. Yeah.
0: It's not Mandalorian yeah, and, season 2.5. And,
3: and and they haven't specifically called it a limited series. Also, huge shout
1: out to Greg Lent on our thread, pre-show thread, called me out for the uh, uh, Star Wars release for Obi-Wan Kenobi on May 25th, the real Star Wars Day, okay. OG cool. Star
4: Wars Day. That's Taking it. Scott's mm-hmm. advice and just doing it up. OG Star Wars Day. Sorry, None of that? this May the Fourth garbage.
3: What's that
0: day here? Just, it's God a commercial. Right. It's God a commercial right.
4: made-up holiday. Greg,
0: is that what you're saying? Exactly. <laughs> that's
4: exactly what I'm saying. And Scott's saying it with me. Wait, are you saying? God the, damn right. You're goddamn right. Greg. Is
0: May Fourth the hallmark <laughs> holiday of Star Wars fandom? Is that what we're saying?
1: That's 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 right. That's you what know? I'm saying. I, I have been saying it since day
4: one.
0: <laughs> Wait, day you one. You know of what? This...
4: Lucasfilm agrees because the uh, Obi Wan series not coming out on May the fourth. Fuck you to May the fourth, and it's on a Wednesday, as Steve pointed out earlier. It's on a Wednesday, and they still said, "You know what? Fuck that twenty <laughs> fifth, bitches." That's right. That's right.
0: March twenty fifth. Why is March twenty fifth an important date in Star Wars history, Scott? Why don't you Scott?
4: take it? First of all, is
0: it's all because
1: you. George said so. And this, George is going to come back with a vengeance with this. This is his coming back into the Star Wars fold. It's because the original movie was released on May 25th, 1977. Not May 4th. Not this made-up Hallmark bullshit. It is May 25th. Motherfuckers,
5: let's go. <laughs>
1: let's I misspoke.
0: This. I said March 25th. I, I was obviously meant May. May 25th. My, it, bad. My bad. My bad. My May, bad. May. Yeah.
5: Isn't isn't that somebody's birthday?
4: Um, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Star Wars episode four New Hope.
4: <laughs> um also May the twenty fifth this year is the forty fifth anniversary of the release of mm-hmm. episode four New Hope. So that may have something else to do with but the
0: Maybe.
5: Mm-hmm. The first sighting of
0: Obi
1: Wan. The first yeah, appearance but... of
4: uh Obi Wan Kenobi. Mr Mr. Kenobi himself.
1: That's, that's a general beast. Kenobi. That's, that's gonna be a lot of fun. General Kenobi. That's right. Jedi all right so
0: Master Kenobi. I apologize for misspeaking, just to get that clear. I said March twenty fifth, May twenty-fifth. Many apologies. <laughs> many apologies. All right. Let's get into our voicemail, guys. This voicemail comes all the way from Rancho Obi Wan. What? In Northern California. Uh Rancho Obi Wan docent and friend of the show, Mark marita oh my
4: god i hope he i hope he doesn't hate me for what i said about luke skywalker who
0: is <laughs> who's actually been who's actually been a guest on the show a few times um, yes he
4: has and he's a very nice guy he's a, he's a wonderful gentleman to talk to i love having him on he's got great
0: opinions and great
4: insight and he's and he's very studied on the subject of star wars and all things star wars
0: well uh yeah absolutely mark knows his stuff and uh wait till you hear his takes now i I got to, got to this, pimp this by saying that the, he got cut off. So our voice message limit is two minutes and 59 seconds. So Mark got cut off. And then he's so cool. He sent me, he sent the show, that, a text message. That, that's some
3: good staying power to make it more than two minutes and 59 seconds. <laughs>
0: mm, yeah. He sent me a text message to say, hey, here's the rest of what I was trying to say. And so we're going to hear from Mark and then I'm going to try and finish his take for him, and then we will discuss. This is Mark Marina from Rancho Obi-Wan. Uh, take it away, Mark. Take it away, Mark. Sorry, having a little technical issue here. Let's try that again.
6: Hey, this is Mark Marina from uh, Rancho Obi-Wan. I just want-
0: <laughs> Well played. All right, here we go. you <laughs> did... Go ahead, get your joke out. <laughs> I'm if he done.
4: didn't hate I'm you done. before, he hates you now, Greg. <laughs> I'm not, I'm that was Nico. That wasn't Greg. That Nico.
0: was Nico. I can't oh.
6: wait hell, to hear Nico? this
4: voicemail.
0: Of all the terrible things that Greg has done on this show.
2: <laughs>
0: all right. Mark Morita, take it away.
2: Um, hello, everybody. Uh, this is Mark, a longtime listener of the show. Um, big fan. Um, and um, I wanted to give my take on uh, – on on Chapter 6. Hoping to see all of you guys in celebration uh, this year. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to podcast while you're there, but if you are, I would love to to say hello. Anyway, okay, so I'm sure that a lot of the stuff that I'm going to say is going to get thrown out the window when the finale drops, but um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Luke at the 25-minute mark of Chapter 6 when he's talking to Ahsoka. So um, Ahsoka says, and you guys talked about this in your previous podcast, but just very, I'll try to go briefly, but Ahsoka says, sometimes the student guides the master. Um, And I think this is definitely foreshadowing Rey in The Last Jedi. Um, You know, we see Luke on Octo talk to um and he's super crazy and depressed um and it takes ray to tell him like to guide him saying your failure is that you thought kylo already made a choice but they're still good in him and from that luke stops being the master and he becomes the learner um and basically he's fixing the error that anakin made by becoming a master of evil. Instead, if Anakin had just continued to be the learner, then maybe he'd never become Darth Vader. So there's that. Um, Luke then goes on to say, um, sometimes I wonder if if his heart is in it when he's talking about Grogu. And then Ahsoka replies, so much like your father. And that that line is just such a trip. Um, At first I was wondering, is she talking about Grogu, but now it's pretty clear that she's talking about um, Luke. And um, I think Anakin's self-doubt is really what turns him into the dark side, isn't it? Um, he fears that he's not going to be able to save Padme, so he turns, um, he turns to the dark side in the hope to find everlasting life. And so um, I think that's where... That's so much like his father, you know, uh, quote, is basically saying your self-doubt is what's really holding you back. um, And you need to kind of figure that out. And then Luke follows up again with that whole self-doubt and insecurities where he's like, what should I do about him? All right. That's
0: where Mark got cut off. Let me just continue with this text. He says, I think this is the germination of the self-doubt seed. He's not Luke. Is not sure he can train Grogu. He's not sure he can pull off this Jedi school. He's got all this responsibility, and he's the only one alive that can do it. Force Ghost will definitely help him along the way, but his burden is much greater than the Jedi's on Coruscant. Plus, he's probably living with a ton of shame for killing uh, his dad. And making Grogu choose? I agree that this isn't the coolest move, but if we know anything about the basic tenets of Star Wars, We know it goes back to Joseph Campbell and the Hero of a Thousand Faces. The hero tends to be given a difficult choice, a choice the hero is often not ready to do. You must learn the ways of the Force if you're to come with me to Alderaan. Luke remembers the choice he was given and he's just repeating history because he wants to believe it worked for him. But did it? I don't know. I think we're seeing the anxiety that ultimately creates Kylo Ren. So what do you guys think?
3: I I think he's saying things that we've been kind of discussing on our, our private Wretched Hive thread independent of that. So I'm kinda of gratified that someone who is so studied on Star Trek lore is is tracking along the same way as our thinking. And I know Greg you were you were kind of saying it as a joke, maybe a little bit, twenty five percent, but the more I've thought about it since our conversation on our episode, the more I think it really is right. It's a really good subtle, nuanced bit of writing to show us that track of where the character, for better or worse, not trying to argue it's the 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 decision we all agree with, but for better or worse, where that character winds up in The Last Jedi.
4: Yeah, in in between all of the uh, pretty horrible statements I made about Luke Skywalker in the last episode, (laughs) um, I I think I did mention in there that it really goes back to um, Empire Strikes Back And Luke having to make that same choice, and the choice that he made, Um, and so Luke kind of gives him that choice and allows him to go on on his journey on his own because he knows that you know, like Ahsoka says that the the that the the trainee teaches the master. You know, he knows that. He can show Grogu this stuff, but it's it's got to be Grogu to, to make these steps and take this growth kind of on his own as well. So he sees that stuff in himself um, that he went through early on in his training.
0: You know, I was thinking about this, about how long Luke has actually been in tune with the Force and actually, you know, been a Force wielder, uh, let alone a Jedi Master. I mean... It's really only been like six or seven years since tops. A New Hope, tops. Now, yeah.
5: Question: Could we could we call Luke a Jedi Master at that point?
0: Well, Ahsoka refers to him as Master I mean, Skywalker, Master Luke, doesn't she?
5: I mean, I guess he's Master because <laughs> he has Padawan, but mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. did he complete the trials to become a Master? He wasn't. Like, he was... You know, I
4: don't... You're going to be the guy to tell him no? Is that going to be you?
6: (laughs) I mean, and and correct
5: me if I'm wrong, and I I mean, I know it's not, like, canon anymore, but I know in a lot of uh, the extended universe stuff, um, his point... Or at, at the point of his training where he was when, you know, the trilogy ended, he... Like video games and stuff, he was called Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker.
6: Hmm.
5: I mean, at least one where I played. Ah, uh, uh, fuck! What was that game on the PlayStation,
4: Greg? The Masters of the Terrascassi. That's the one. Yeah, the one that's the sh- the worst Star Wars game of all time. Hey, the Street Fighter Star what? Wars game.
5: Yeah, <laughs> but like. But we Him, played the shit out of that game. We though, played when the we were shit a kid. out of that game. That game was so much fun. Um, but yeah, he—I'm—I'm I'm pretty sure that he was always called the Jedi Knight at that point, mm-hmm. not a master.
1: Okay, well, let's bring it back to let's bring it back to canon. Let's bring it back to the films. Um, I'm going to go with what the films basically say, and that is um, when he goes back to see Yoda. Yoda says that there's no more left to learn. He's learned it all. And the second reaffirming moment is when Vader pulls the saber out and says, when he captures him, I see your training is complete. Mm -hmm. He built his own lightsaber. So I'm assuming at that point that there are no more Jedi until we learn about Leia. And other than what we've learned now over the years, at that time, we didn't know about the other Jedi, that he was the last one left. So he, I'm assuming, just got into that role of master based off of the information that was given to us, and now knowing what we have, he is technically the most experienced and most badass Jedi out there. Even with Ahsoka out there, he's the one that's actually training, and she's not a Jedi. So he is the last remaining Jedi. He is the the one in training, and Grogu is his first student. Now we're starting to get all this information pieced in here. I, I went off on this tangent, but I had a bunch of other stuff to say about everything else that... Uh, that was brought up. But um, yeah, I, I I would say that he's a master.
4: Uh, I, just, I have two things I want to add to this. Um, yeah. First being, Steve, if you would jump back in the time schedule right now and, and pluck out the spot where Scott says master-based, I would appreciate that. <laughs> um. <laughs> Did I say that? Damn it. <laughs> All for you, Greg. Um, duly noted. <laughs> Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but the, the second one is that... When Luke appears at Jabba's Palace at the beginning of Return of the Jedi, how does Bib Fortuna introduce him? as Jedi Knight or Master Jedi? Mm. Mm, I
3: think
1: he says Master
3: Jedi. I think, Luke, I think Luke introduces himself as Jedi Knight in that video. Jedi Knight and friend to Captain
4: Solo. Does he? Okay. okay. I, okay. I, think, I think. That sounds right. I don't remember off the top of my head. It's It's hard to pluck out the dialogue straight from memory word for word, but it's, it's not, he, he, you know, he introduces himself as a Jedi. I do not know if it's at night or just Jedi or master or whatever. I don't know.
0: So I, I wanted to throw this in really quick. Well, did you have another part of your take there, Greg, or? or nope. Said, okay, nope. Okay. I, it was two things, but first of all, this okay.
4: just call out that Scott really just nailed it with the master based.
0: Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I want to call, I, I want to call this out. Um, at this point, Ahsoka, while she's she while she left the Jedi Order, there is no Jedi Order anymore. It's right. Luke and it's Ahsoka. And Ahsoka, at this point, earned that, her Jedi that, stripes during the Clone Wars. Yeah. That that we know of. I mean,
3: let's yeah, not be sure. yeah. Sith deals in absolutes. And I don't want to be a Sith. Let's not let's not assume that they're the only two Jedi left in the galaxy. I'm sure there are others that survived Order 66, but they're the only publicly known ones at this time. You mean like that, way, the, that, meme, that, the meme going that, around of, of Luke, you know, said yeah, absolutely right. like have to choose this
4: or you yeah. have to choose that. That's a fantastic fucking meme, by
3: Thank the way. You. Whoever yeah. that you're yes. A, yes. you
0: read my mind. Absolutely. So yeah.
4: There, yeah. There, yeah. There, there's there's that there's that kid in in Rebels it's not Kanan. Who's the other one? That I forget what his name is. Ezra, Ezra. Thank you. Ezra Bridger. That nobody knows what happened to him yet. So right. he is just, he is uh, a commo- an unknown commodity at this point.
0: Okay, that's fair. But Luke, according uh, to Luke's, and in, Luke, see- in Luke's mind, he is the last. He is the only one that he knows right. of. Unless he can feel with the Force that there's some other Jedi out there. Why isn't he saying, hey, Ahsoka, you've got 25 years of experience doing this? I'm a yes. newbie. Why don't you hang out and let's build the school together?
5: Thank you.
4: I hope that's something that they go into in the Ahsoka series. You know, we hinted mm-hmm. at it last week. That you know, we were all shocked to see. Well, two weeks ago, that we were all shocked to see the return of of Mark Hamlin and Luke Skywalker. And I'm serious. You know, I hope that they really use that. In in the future, I mean, I, I I don't see any reason why Mark Hamill wouldn't be willing to come back, and not because he needs paycheck. I think he really loves doing this, um, and and I would love to further explore the relationship between Ahsoka and Luke. I think that's a uh, great point. Luke is Luke is all about his family. He cares so much about his sister. He brought his father back from the dark side, and Ahsoka is the only connection he has to Anakin pre-darth vader Mm -hmm. it's the only connection he has to yoda um as as a as a mentor it's the only it's the only connection he has to the younger obi-wan who suffered through the same trials and tribulations that that luke did
6: Mm
4: -hmm. so i hope they explore that in the ahsoka series i hope we see more luke in the ahsoka series i don't necessarily need to see him in mandalorian i would love it if he was in the ahsoka series I I think the whole
1: Ahsoka thing is a, is a great point that uh, for pointing that out, Greg is, is, I think a lot of us as fans have been wanting to see if they knew each other. And here we got that moment where they're connected and he's building this temple, this training, this school. And I loved how that was. They need to explore that. They, it's not even a matter of, maybe they'll do it. Please explore that because I want to see where her series is going to go or where she's going to end up going off to if she doesn't stick around. Um, The other thing is is we do see that he trains Leia, but he does start the school. So there's going to be other candidates eventually there, and Grogu
3: decides to take off. So I want to see a Luke Skywalker Jedi Academy series at this point because it's just going to be the most gloomy, disastrous thing. It's just building towards – it's like everybody – dies at the end and you (laughs) can just have this total sense of foreboding throughout it where everything you know you're trying to make it go right and it just doesn't quite go right and everybody's picking up on it and then ben solo kills everybody and the curtain falls but not hard enough there's no post credit Mm. scenes Mm. it just got cut
1: you know you know how hard it is to be talking about this based off of this voicemail and this text that you got steve and we haven't even started the actual episode breakdown yet
0: that's this a great tough, transition, man. Scott. Why don't we get into that, Mark? Thank you for the for the voice message. As always, insightful, uh, brilliant commentary, and very thought provoking. Thank you for that. Uh,
3: and now we have to go re- review Kaiju in space. So we got to get on. Here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, but there's some key stuff that I think we can reflect back to Mark's thoughts on this uh, regarding the decision that Grogu made. Apparently, uh, so we'll get there. So let's jump in here, guys. Season one, chapter seven, the season finale of season one of The Book of Boba Fett, titled In the Name of Honor, this episode written by Jon Favreau, directed by our old friend Robert Rodriguez is back in the director's chair for this one.
5: Starring King Kong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the mod yes. squad. Yeah. All right, guys, we start with an overview, overhead shot of Mos Espa. We zoom in to Garza Whip's boomed out, bombed out, sorry, <laughs> Pleasure Palace. Bubba says, we are at war. Mando. Uh, Did he put her in the back to tank?
3: That's really the only question I have about yeah. this.
0: Yeah, are we ever going to see Garza Whip again, guys? We better.
3: Those headtails,
5: though. So. We need, yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> Hashtag,
0: where's Garza Whip? Yeah. I know. I was I was I was very sad when when they show the interior of the pleasure palace and it was it was so destroyed. I thought maybe hey, it was hey. just not very pleasurable. Car. Yeah. At
1: least yeah. at least Max Rebo got out of there. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying, so the true crime lord of this entire series. Exactly. The
4: ultimate villain. The guy who somehow coincidentally managed to survive all of these explosions. How does he do it? I
1: like that he, he probably called in because he's not in the scene, right? He called in. He's just hacking away. Oh, oh I can't make it in tonight, hey, guys. I'm sorry. You
3: can just do a solo or something. Max Rebo is the real killer that OJ's been looking for
0: all this years. Somebody needs to do a meme of... Um... The usual suspects with Mac, Max Rebo on the end. Okay. Kaiser Rebo. <laughs> Kaiser Rebo. Uh, oh my God. Mando comes. Mando enters the scene. You know, any any scene Mando's in, it just lights up the screen for me. Uh, in this episode, he's so good. That character is so great. Uh, he says uh, he lets the group know that Cobb Vanth is raising a garrison. The price is free. We just need to hold off the spice. Fennec Shant says there's a lot of money to be made from that orange powder. And Boba says it's killing our people. I'm refusing to let that go. He's he's Boba is is the um is the FDA and, and the syndicate is is the big pharma pushing Oxycontin on everybody.
4: I am more he's more He's, I was going to say he's more Big Pauly in Goodfellas, and he wants to be the crime lord, but you won't sell drugs on his watch. There Only gambling go. and prostitution. That's it. <laughs> I was going go. to the, call back to my
1: Godfather reference way back when we started this review, and that is exactly what Marlon Brando's character says. You know, drugs are out. We're not doing the drug thing. But it's yeah. all the younger kids that want to get involved in that scene. So we got there's Godfather and, and uh, all sorts oh, yeah. of mafia reference. It's all woven in.
0: On. Absolutely. That's a good call uh boba says you know you can let the people of freetown know they have my word and uh just in time we enter the mod the, the mod squad enters we got the british guy and zipper girl i don't know their names um they they come up later <laughs> What are their names? It, <laughs> Help one, of, me
1: one, out. Of one of them's Scud or SCAD and Dasher or ah, I'm just
3: uh, ah, yeah. and Vixen. Yeah. Ugh. I think Nico's right.
0: <laughs> uh Zipper Girl says Rangers, we, 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 you yeah, guys have yeah. to stay here for the protection of the people in the city. And Boba has second thoughts about leaving and he says, Okay, we'll stay. Um, all right, we cut to Jawas, taking apart some some uh, land speeder and Cad Bane rolls up on them. And my god the effects for Cad Bane are so cool. Cad Bane just looks so badass every scene he's in. I'm sorry.
5: I don't yeah. know, that upper lip kind of bugs me. Mm. There's something about mm. the prosthetic that makes his mouth just uncanny to me.
3: I also go back to what he said in the last episode where he's like better be careful where you're sticking your nose or something like that and I'm like, "Bro, you don't have a nose. Why are you why are you <laughs> concerned about this?" <laughs> Then be careful
4: where you're sticking your breathing apparatus <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> not <the> sur- <laughs> <tubes>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe not surprisingly cat is in cahoots with the mayor and the pike not leader. everybody has
4: a nose some of us have different methods to breathe you gotta be <laughs> mindful of everybody's different breathing methods even though <laughs> I'm a space cowboy
0: excuse me do you have a tissue I, ha- I have to blow my neck oh never mind I'm
4: respectful of other cultures, but even though I'm a hard-trained killer, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Cad Bane says you don't have to worry about Freetown. Did you convince the marshal to stay neutral? Cad Bane says yes. Great, great voice work. He couldn't refuse. Great voice yeah. work. What other uh, resources does Fett have? The Pike leader says he used to live among the Tuscans. And quickly we learn that it is the Pikes that took out Boba Fett's Tuscan family, not the Nico Speed Bikers, as Boba believes.
5: Nick two. Not so. Nico, not the Nico speedbikers. <laughs> the Nico speedbikers well,
3: nothing to do with them. Oh no! What it's,
4: the hell, it's, it's, the it.
0: it's the Nico speedbikers. It's the Nico speedbikers. Nico has
4: nothing to do with the with the death of Tuscan Raiders. He was not there. He is completely innocent. So, Sorry.
1: so just just on this information, Steve. Boba Fett is exactly what Cad Bane says. He is a cold-blooded murderer. Oh, he, he just is. slaughtered that entire gang just for the hell of it, basically. And, and Cad Bane this says, I had
0: I had no idea the Pikes were so ruthless. Uh, so, Nico, I have to apologize. So, as I'm taking notes while I'm watching the show, you know, spell check happens, and Nikto <laughs> gets changed to Nico. So, sorry about <laughs> that, bro. It was not intentional. And
5: And you're just Ron Burgundy And anything on the teleprompter You're going to read it as is
1: (laughs) And go fuck yourself San Diego (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: The mayor mayor says I did not agree to bombing the Pleasure Palace Well he doesn't say that But I think he says the sanctuary Cad has an idea of how to draw Boba Fett Out Just then we cut to an X-Wing flying into Mos Eisley and landing at Pelimoto's docking bay. Surprisingly, it's R2-D2 flying the ship and Grogu is in the cockpit. There's no Luke. Were you guys waiting for Luke to climb out of that cockpit?
4: Kinda, yeah. No, I really wasn't, but I wasn't surprised to see uh, R2 there rescuing him from that cad Luke Skywalker, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, hey,
1: this is this starts for me. This starts where this whole episode goes downhill. Mm. This honest to God, because you know,
5: in hindsight, I realized they spent all of their CG bud- budget on the last you know 15 minutes of the episode, they couldn't do the deep fake of Luke for this part, mm. so yeah. that's why there's no Luke. Yeah, so they just had
3: R2 there in lieu of child protective services and just called it <laughs> Yeah,
5: they they pinned a little tag to Grogu's you know jacket lapel and sent him flying solo. <laughs> that, that's
4: what that's why they don't translate any of R two's dialogue because you thought I was hard last week.
0: He's salty. <laughs> Grogu gets his worm snack and we cut to Mando and the team in the exploded pleasure palace. Fennec Shand, uh, some exposition here. We get a lot of exposition from Fennec in this scene. She informs us that lookouts are watching. They will know when, and inform us when the pikes arrive. We get some the first set of uh, of hot Vespa action here, guys. Flying through Mos Espa. <laughs> oh,
3: before, I before, before, was... before I talk about the hot Vespa action, can I back up in a second, though, to the R2 flying the X-Wing thing? Please. Because there's a, there's a bit of Legends Uh, That was established in the Tim Zahn uh, initial trilogy that an astromech droid paired with a starship, a starship's memory is supposed to get wiped so that it can't ever get too intelligent. And Luke always refused to let his X-Wing get wiped and modified. So it actually got to the point where the X-Wing computer refused to operate with any other astromech but R2-D2 and was in many ways an extension of R2-D2's personality and uh and consciousness if you will and so i obviously didn't do that with this episode but the fact that r2 is is flying the ship that great of a distance with a passenger on board it, it i felt like that was a subtle tip of the hat to that idea from the old uh the old legends universe i i Scott, you're a big le- you're nice. a bigger legends guy than i am am i yeah. all based on this
1: not at all you're you're dead on I, I love that that you brought that up uh that that is fantastic uh, but but this so that is amazing dave but it's going to lead me to another reason why I I have some serious problems with this episode. Um, Let me just say this before we get to, I know what we're going to talk about the big finale. There's some crazy fun shit that happens, but you have an X-Wing fighter. You have (laughs) an X-Wing fighter and you have R2-D2 and you have Grogu. If you remember the Phantom Menace, there is a moment when you couldn't break through those stupid droideka shields with anything, but they used an N one starfighter to shoot through the shields, which just just toppled like Legos. And you have an X wing. You have an X wing. They, they also have a Naboo They also have a
4: Nabu starfighter as well. Right, uh, bo- but, uh, but
5: there's no droid bay in that one. It got ripped out for uh, playback.
1: So it just kills me. But I, let's let's I, get to the Vespas. I, I,
4: I want to go back to Dave's comment, and I think I want a, the next Disney Plus series to just be about R2 and the X-Wing. That's all I want. It'll be, like a, it'll be a buddy cop movie between the two, the buddy cop show between the two of them, and it'll all take place in bleeps and bloops, zero translation required.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like the first we- 10 minutes of the holiday special. Just no English at all. Just exactly. bloops, and bloops.
3: Co- co- Coffee and X-Wing with droids. That's
4: the series
0: you just, want. Like, can we get just, canned just laugh get,
3: tracks in there too? That'd be great. Give me,
4: give me eight episodes of that. I beg you, Lucasfilm, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guarantee it'll be better than the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> woo, there it is. Wow. There
0: it I-, is. I too was waiting for the X-Wing to show up. And then, of course, we got the Rancor instead, which was cool. But, yeah, I was like, where's that X-Wing? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you, and that's a great call, by the way, Dave. I I love your your harkening back to that part of the Tim Zahn series. That's that's a great call. That I is I love that it really is. Yeah. A great one. Uh, all right. So we get more uh, exposition from Fennec Shan. She says the Gregorian guards are here. Christanton is over here at City Hall. Oh, Drash I, it, and Scad. Drash and Scad are the mods I have in my notes it, yes. here.
3: And she said they were out like subtly keeping an eye on the city. And I'm like, what? Who are you kidding here? (laughs) The Vespa bikers like stand out. I mean, it's subtle like a stripper pole in a mosque, is what I'm saying. It just stands out. (laughs)
0: The the
3: big, wait, wait. The big
1: fucking Wookiee with 8,000 pounds of weapons was more like concealed than those Vespas driving around. I swear to God. No
0: doubt. (sighs) Ugh. The mayor's, so uh, the mayor's, whatever his name is. That I liked him actually more in this episode. We'll get to the scene that I appreciated about him. But whatever that moron servant of the mayor is named, I don't, I can't, I don't know his name. He's. No. To. I've
3: just been calling nope.
4: him the fucking Twilight for the whole series. So,
0: <laughs> Tailhead, yeah. it, Tailhead, he gets it, lost. It,
4: if there's someone. going to be a season two of Boba Fett, I guarantee he's going to be the protocol droid for mm. Boba Fett. I guarantee it because there's something that they like about this character that nobody else does, apparently. (laughs) But there's something... Because he appeared... He appeared in more episodes than Boba Fett did, I think. So I think, I think you're right. Okay. I, think, Steve, I think we're stuck with him. Steve, you can get rid of one character, Star Wars choices. You can get rid of Ooh. the
3: Twilight Guy, or you can get rid of Steve po Who do you choose? Oh, oh are you kidding me? <laughs> oh,
0: Twilight Guy becomes the star of the whole series. <laughs> 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 uh, Cad, Cad Bane arrives oh, to negotiate for the Pikes. Uh, there's a count, there's a. Oh, he says, don't count on Freetown. Uh, we're gonna let the spice move through Moss Espa, and all this can be avoided. Boba just says, No. And uh Cad Bane rips the band-aid off. The pikes massacred your Tuscan family. Fennec Shan talks Boba off the off the cliff. He says she says, we need to adjust. You'll have your moment. Back down. Boba Fett finally says, tell your boss negotiations are over. Alright, so that's the first sort of little mini-showdown we have with Cad Bane that leads nowhere. Meanwhile, the locals begin attacking the Mod Squad and Christanton. They've laid about a trap. Time.
3: Yeah. About time with the Mod Squad, by the way. All treaties are attacking off! Chrysanthem is just, attacking Chrysanthem is just a bad idea, but attacking the Mod Squad, I was full-heartedly behind.
0: How about the poor Gamorian guards? I think I pushed off a cliff. <laughs>
4: They, the only, they literally the only ones the only ones to die in the whole show. They got to pick on the Porgamorians. They, right. they,
3: <laughs> they literally get a defensive position that's like ten feet from a massive <laughs> cliff and put their backs to it. I know. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not a military strategist or anything, but what the hell,
1: guys? Come yeah, on. I'm with Dave on this. Seriously, we saw them fight. We saw them fight viciously in one of the episodes, and then they're just they're literally backed up. Somebody. Create a little video or a boomerang with the beeping, the backup beeping noise of a truck. That
0: would be just great. Just beep beep. They're Gamorian guards. They're not the sharpest tools in the shed. All right, they're just they're just you know they're just.
1: Steve, we're not even to the worst part. Weapons. We're not to the worst part. There is something in this episode that makes that really bad Vespa episode. Look like Citizen Kane. Okay, so Ooh, we're just going to get to all that right. in a minute.
0: So. All right. The Pikes arrive at the Pleasure Palace, uh, the sanctuary. They take position. Uh, Boba says all three Gotras of Mas Espa have turned on us. Mando says it was a smart move, and they uh, he, he refuses to head out. Mando says we have two options: we either die when they lay siege to this place, or we rush them now. This is the way. They're ready to go outside, and that. Ass hat mayor, uh, you know, whatever guy, the the uh, the first date of the mayor. I cannot think of that guy's name. Do we know his, name? his name? Help is, me.
1: Yeah, I think it's 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 F U K Wad. Fuck Wad. All right. Twilight,
0: whatever his name is, he says, "Well," and it's actually this is the scene that I, the first time I've enjoyed him on camera, really. He, he says, let me offer my services for negotiation. Boba says, very well, I'll give you my statement and what I'm willing to pay, and he sends him out to deal with the Pikes. So,
3: so, I really thought he was writing on the tablet, please do me a solid and kill the Twi'lek. You know you want to. It's the one thing we both agree on. Save me a couple of bullets to make it a fairer fight. Thank you, yeah. Boba Fett.
0: But that 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 scene is played again for comedic value, uh, and and I I actually like this scene. I thought um, it was funny. Uh, he's he's hesitates to read what Boba has has written, and the uh, uh, whatever the guy says, uh, the guy says, uh, "Read it to me, Tailhead." First time we've heard that slur, I think, yeah. in the Star Wars universe, Tailhead. And the guy's such an asshole, you know. But I appreciate I appreciate him uh, <laughs> for this episode. Um, I he says, "I offer nothing, and if you refuse, the arid sands of Tatooine will flourish with the bodies of your dead." This and is, uh,
1: why did you love that so much, Steve? That was funny because it's almost a direct quote from The Godfather. He is making a negotiation mm-hmm. with the other families, and he says, "And you know what you get in return? You get
0: nothing." nothing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: I think Rodriguez has a hard on for the
0: Godfather. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I,
3: I wish I wish he had a little more for for the Godfather because yeah. it just doesn't. It, it started off very promisingly and didn't really didn't really follow through on that.
1: Well, he also has a boner for the fucking Power Rangers,
4: apparently. So I'm just tired of that crap. I mean, have you ever seen Shark Boy and Lava Girl? That's not actually far from the truth. <laughs> I mean, really, the only thing missing was them transforming
3: into, like, you know, a giant Constructicon or some shit like that at the end of the episode to, <laughs> that, to fight the... Yeah.
1: That would have been cool, though.
3: Yeah. <laughs> constructicon. To fight the
5: giant Constructicon? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. I realize I made a self-referential reference right there and just stopped. Allow
5: myself to introduce. Mm. Myself, myself. myself.
0: <laughs> All right. Just at that moment, Boba and Mando jet pack up. They fly over the the street, and we get some. And that uh, was a cool moment. Great battle yeah, scene here. Moments. Yeah, we get knee rockets from Boba Fett. We finally see those knee rockets flying around. All the weapons here are on display, putting up a good fight, but it's really not going very well. Boba and Mando and, are about and, to get and, their ass kicked. And when
3: Mando uses when Mando uses the whistling whatever thing, oh, his yeah. Wrist, yeah. I literally I was like, oh wow, that's a bad use of Beskar right there. <laughs> <You> know,
0: <right? laughs> By the way, that's been all over the interwebs. Yeah, that's, that's been the controversy. Be. It should be. Yeah. Uh people of Freetown come to the rescue. By the way, what is that transport they arrive in? That looks very familiar. Was that a toy of some sort? It looked yeah, it just yeah. looks it, very familiar. Yeah.
1: It was it was featured in uh one of the prequels, right? Was it episode one? Oh no no no. I'm oh. sorry. It's in the special edition. It's the speeder that comes by when the Ronto walks by. It's like an oh, orange okay. and yellow. Oh, yellow, yellow. Good call. I,
3: I swear to God, I do feel like, though, John Favreau has those little, like, cheesy paper catalogs that we used to get with the Star Wars toys. Yes. That showed all the other toys you could, buy, you could buy or send away your proofs of purchases to get. I, I feel have like one he right still, here. <laughs> I feel like he still has those. And leaves through and is like, oh, that was badass. We're going to put that in an episode next season. Yeah. That, that, that's how he does things.
4: They literally did that with the troop transport in the first Mandalorian episode. Which
3: worked, which
1: fucking worked, but I swear, okay, this is the argument, I think we had this discussion last time, is just because you have the sandbox and you have all the toys, doesn't make a great story. You have to have the story, and it's bugging me. You gotta have a reason.
4: Yeah.
5: It's it's funny you say that, Scott, because in the pre-show, before we started recording and all you guys joined up, I was talking with Dave, and I told him, As much as the Mando episodes and and some of these episodes in this season were, you know, Filoni and Favreau sitting in the front yard playing with all of their Star Wars toys, this episode felt like the neighbor kid walking up and, like, just, Mm -hmm. like, no, you can't make Han and Chewie kiss. Like, that's not in the story. (laughs) That's not how this works. And you just like... No, the sprinkler is not a giant cannon. You can't do that, and that's how this episode felt to me: is we had all these really cool toys, and they just were not playing well with each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, sad and, to say, that was Rodriguez who came in, who's the third party that yeah added that little mess fuck up here. Buddy.
5: Everybody with the last name Rodriguez. Well, and t- <laughs> talking about
0: uh, Rodriguez, Whoa. just then the Mod Squad and Vespa Power team arrive. Uh, Oh uh, shit (laughs) Hey at least the effects are better for, for this time around. I don't know. Yeah, or, those those,
4: those Vespas looked like they were going all of 12 miles an hour. Somebody must have them. really uh, taken the speed arrest off of those things to get them up from 10, so good on them. <laughs> it's I so would bizarre. say
5: they looked less shiny, though, in this episode. Maybe. I, I'm going to
1: say, if it's not this moment, Steve, it was just before when they were separate in their different communities, it's what totally killed this episode for me, mm. and that's those two numbnuts, whatever their names are, Shard and Shit or whatever, they have this moment the guy, the, whatever the guy is the guy that has the his name
4: is Shark
1: <laughs> but he 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 does this moment I think it's at this point where he's trying to help defend something and he does this pointless
3: spin
6: mm. oh he yeah,
3: yeah. Spin. I, I, at that moment I was like what, he's fucking Legolas now? what's going on here? Yeah.
5: his jacket has tails he had to show it off, make him
3: what In the wind
5: you, you didn't have to
1: even the little rickshaw droid whipping around the town spinning his wheels is funnier than yeah. that moment i was just i was weeping at that point i'm like i'm oh god you, young anakin
4: me. young anakin skywalker would disagree because spinning is always good okay Ooh, that's, a good trick, good call. <laughs> that's a good
0: move a dra- drash and scad drash are you going to drash, get, I think sorry. you're going to go as drash as for Halloween this year, Scott. You should totally, <laughs> pull, totally pull that off. Uh, it's
1: just going to be a fancy robotic eye on the uh, poop, poop emoji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa.
0: The dialogue. Okay, the dialogue here is a little rough too. I think. I think one mm-hmm. of them says, "Oh, it got pretty hairy back there." It just sticks out like. I don't know. It just sticks yeah. out like a sore thumb. There's nothing like if you compare this dialogue and the 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 set design and everything to episode six just one week prior and even episode five it's so such a stark comparison it's it's maddening it's really interesting yeah all right christanton arrives he's beat up but he's alive uh boba helps him to cover he says welcome back santo i owe you a nice long soak in the back to tank when this is done Uh, just then we get these extra large battle droids all right what are those things called he he does need like a back to jacuzzi tub because he invites everybody
4: over. And I was I was about I mean...
5: to say like, are back to tanks really that like rare to where it's like he's just pimping it out to everybody? Like, is there not a back to tank anywhere else on the planet?
4: Okay, one. I love There's you guys. Plenty, plenty of plenty of vespas, but no back to I, tanks. Yes. So. My, yes. I love
5: that you
1: guys are being so nice about this because my initial thought is like.
4: Hey, welcome back.
1: I owe you a, a spin in my Bacta tank. I'm like, whoa, maybe less Bobo Fett is better.
4: I'm like, in, in the middle of would the battle, like to, would you, right? Would you, would you like to see my Bacta?
5: Tank. <laughs> it just got so creepy. Baby got Bacta.
3: I'm act. I'm actually a little disturbed to be on this recording right now.
0: <laughs> can someone right. please uh, record Baby Got Bacta? So Why has oh this not been done yet? Baby <laughs> Got Bacta? Come on. Oh my god. Speaking of which, uh, uh, are
4: we recording this episode? Did I, just
0: uh, want to sure I <laughs> can yeah, verify. Can we, yeah, can we do a sound check at any point here? Yeah, we did a sound check. All right. I, I think we're good. Hey, is this mic on? Yeah, I think we're good. Uh, just okay. then, we get the extra <laughs> Steve, large... Steve. Extra? Yeah, what?
1: <laughs> oh, Steve, oh, I,
5: no, I'm just... You asked what those droids were.
1: Yeah, an what annihilator.
0: are Oh, annihilators. All right. Annihilators.
3: Didn't
4: we have, somebody
5: have we... call him, like, a scorpion something, or did oh. I hear that wrong?
3: No, you heard guess. right. There was some reference to him as, like, a Scorpio something or another.
5: Something, right? Like, really mm-hmm. short passing... That
3: they're makes de- sense. Basically, they're yeah.
1: modified or advanced versions of the Droid Acres from the uh, prequels.
3: So have we seen these particular droids anywhere in, in anything before?
1: Yeah, it's in one of the animated series, but I think it was only one episode. And they're not they don't look exactly the same. So it could be questionable.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: I'm telling I'm you, this you. is when the neighbor kid picks up, like, two pencils and puts it on the side of the sprinkler and just starts running around the front yard. Like, no, that's not a battle
6: droid. Stop!
0: <laughs> so they're, like, oh an extra-large version, kind of like the destroyers, right, in episode one. Um, they have right. got they sort of function the same way. They've got their shield that rolls along with them. Boba's missile pack does nothing. Uh, the transport is destroyed, The shields are impervious to Boba's, you know, fire. Uh, The dark saber seems useless, by the way. Can we just talk about that for a second? That we've got the dark saber, the weapon, maybe the most famous weapon in Star Wars lore, arguably. And it's useless in this episode. Mando's got the freaking dark saber and we don't see it do anything. Well, and that's it's it, it's an energy based weapon, and it's an
4: energy shield. So
3: right. I, no, I I, I do that. totally buy.
0: I get yeah. that, but I want to and, see some. I, think, cut I think
4: it was pretty clearly established. He has no idea what he's doing with. That's it That's a good point. I mean, he has so he has zero clue how to how to operate the damn thing, other than turn it on.
0: Nico Rodriguez. Nico. Uh,
5: yes, thank you, <laughs> Professor. Um, back to what David was saying. Like, yeah, the energy weapon and the energy shield. I think uh, Mando even says something like, oh, our energy weapons are useless and our kinetic weapons are moving too fast. Right. How fast is fire? Because the (laughs) flamethrowers were not going through it. Fire speed. And how fast is Kirstanton's hand? Because he couldn't get through it. So what is supposed to penetrate these shields that Mando's alluring to that we don't have access to. I I think you're onto
1: something. I think there's inconsistencies because if you go back to the battle droid uh, sequence in episode one, they have the same shield concepts as the gungans when they're walking through and all they do is like lean into them and there's this kind of resistance and then they pop through and i'm like yeah, yeah. that's couldn't that's just...
4: what i was thinking that's i was thinking as a total throwback to episode 1 the phantom menace because right. yeah you couldn't shoot through the shields but you could casually walk and that's a concept that's been around since dune it's yeah. not like that has ever has never been right. explored before it's been around forever but the shield you know stops you know Bolts from firing at you, but you can pass through it if you move slow enough. So I'm I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, but the problem is, is if they know or they have a concept of it, because Boba Fett's been around. and obviously saw a lot mm-hmm. of this when he was a kid with his father. All you do, you shut the, the damn dark saber off, walk through the thing, and turn it. Well, well you just, say yeah.
5: that, but even Christensen tried to put his hand through it, and he, yeah. like, couldn't get into it. Yeah, well, both, both
3: Christensen and Mando tried to, to do that and weren't able to.
1: Okay, but on, on Christensen's part, he has those energy knuckle blade things, and that mm. those were on when he was trying to push
5: through. Were they? Because he was literally just trying to shoot it the second before.
1: Yeah, it just seems like they activate on and off. And, and that happened in the episode earlier when he was fighting all the uh, Trandoshans when they were all well, ganging up he, on him.
5: Yeah, they activated when he started punching them in the face.
6: Yeah.
1: Nah. Mm. Uh, it could be just another one of these stupid inconsistencies with this episode, but all He's right. Saying,
5: speaking of stupid inconsistencies, backtrack real quick yeah. to the point where Finnick Shand saves the Mods when they're under fire, and then she jumps down the building in front of them and gets on her speeder three feet away from them. Where the fuck was she when she pulled up? (laughs) Three feet in front of them when they were under fire and they didn't see her, and she had to, like, calm to them and then jump back up onto the building behind them. What? You had to... Uh.
1: you're right but i'm also going to say at least we got a couple of them wiped out right so some of the power ranger characters mod squad got killed in that scene so win-win
5: that exchange could have happened on foot and she could have turned the corner and done without that to me and i don't know maybe i'm just that guy when i watch movies and tv shows where i see something like that and i'm like wait how what but that to me was just wildly inconsistent with what was just
3: happening
0: is drash and scanned are they the only two mod squad left um, um,
3: i think there's a couple other all right uh gratuitous white modders that are left <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right at this point boba flies it. wait do we need to check and see if that was racist Not racist. Not not racist. The the
4: pushing of the Gamorreans though off the clip, we kind of hinted at it, but I'll just throw it out there. Definitely racist.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. Pigs matter. Boba flies off. He says, We need we need reinforcements. Protect the others. Boba flies off. Alright, Pelimoto shows up. She's got, I've got a surprise for you. I'm thinking, here's the X Wing. Finally, we're gonna get the X Wing. Uh, She helps Mando escape on her rickshaw zipper girl. um, She says, if we fall back any further, we'll be cornered with no cover. Mando and- By the way, when yeah.
3: did the Mod Squad become military tactical geniuses? Why is she grew up there, Dave? Right. She knows the streets. But he like,
4: has a Vespa, go- Dave. We're- I'm but sorry, Dave. She's like, Dave. we're gonna go up here. We're gonna take the
3: secret back way that nobody knows to get up on the building. We're gonna snipe people and do. The- and I'm just she's like, the this-? only one
5: in Star Wars history to ever have zippers, Dave. I'm sorry, Dave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mando, Mando and Grogu are reunited. Grogu flies wait, 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 up wait. to him.
1: Steve, you've got to slow down, man. There's just too much to criticize in this. By the way, by the way, hold on a second. Yeah. What's her name? What's Amy Sedaris? What's, what's her? Yeah. Oh
5: wait, no. Uh, Pele.
1: Okay, Pe- Pele, over, Moto, Pele respect, Moto. Pele. But let's let's back this up. She's in Mos Eisley. Yeah. yeah. She decides to take a rickshaw droid from Moss Eisley to Mos Espa. <laughs> When she has an X-Wing in her actual <laughs> parking lot. And a- no, no, no,
5: no, no. See, here's the whole thing. I'm, and mm. I'm going to cover this plot hole for them right here. The whole time when, well, pretty much from the immediate moment when R2 lands the X-Wing and starts talking to Perry, he's... You you get from the one side of the conversation with her, because we don't understand Droid, he's in a hurry. He's got shit to do. He's got to go. He's trying to rush her, and he's he's pushing her to hurry up, you know? It's like... Hang on a minute. You know, the kid's got to eat. Like, I haven't seen this kid in forever. Like, hey, look at you, bright blah, blah, blah. Arch is trying to get the fuck out. He's trying to toot it and boot it. He's not hanging out. Okay. So, as soon as, you know, he drops off Grogu, he's got another Uber delivery to make. He's not <laughs> hanging out and Tatooine anymore.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll give him that. But there was an opportunity there. There could have been a fun thing. Also, Let's call out what we all have thought at one point, even though I'm sure we're all good with the name. She flat out says, what? That's your name? That's terrible.
6: Yes. <laughs> I'm never yes. calling you that. Wow.
1: <laughs> okay. Do you think that was, do you seriously think that was Filoni going, all the backlash they got for Grogu popping up? He's like, I, I'm going to put that in an episode. I do have a real so.
4: problem with Grogu? Is there is there a real problem?
3: Really? I mean, we've had
4: we've it's better than Yaddle. <laughs> I I suspect
3: I suspect honestly that she improv that line in a take, and everyone was like, "That's hilarious." Let's do a real take and see if it, and see if the powers would be like yeah. it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool. funny. I'm
4: it's that's fine. But I got no problem with the name Grogu. No, I don't either. Did you guys notice what was actually written on 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 Grogu's little shirt though? Did you Did you see that? No. I didn't what? See it. My best friend has a has a best spear melted down, and all I got was this was this lousy t <laughs> shirt. You've been you
3: sitting on that you all know, day. Haven't he's going to grow, and that's not going to fit in him anymore.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was funny because I was thinking in the in the part where Mando was talking about like, oh, our projectiles can't you know get through it, and our you know energy weapons can't get through the shields. I was like, oh. Uh it's too bad you don't have a Beskar spear to stab through the shield right about now. <laughs> or hmm, hey. Imagine that. How about
1: somebody who knows the force who could do do some damage? Oh, that's
0: coming.
3: Without...
0: That's coming. coming. That's coming. That's coming. Yeah. coming.
3: Let's Steve talk again. We'll, we'll get, there. get there. That that is All coming.
0: Alright, right, so the reunited, man uh Grogu flies up. Mando says, I missed you, buddy. Grogu's wearing the Chainmail shirt as we just mentioned. Can't
4: hear you when you do that.
0: Mando is <laughs> tossed. Hey Kara. Uh Mando is tossed. He protects baby Yoda. And we finally get the backup that Bobo went and found in his Rancor. The Rancor. And
3: now it's Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. And I, <laughs> I told Nico before you guys got here, this literally was the best Godzilla movie I've seen in the last five years. <laughs> <laughs>
5: There have which been three of them, something. too. I was going to say, <laughs> which is same. what I said. I was like, you know, it's a saying something
4: because there's been like three
0: or four of them. <laughs> yeah. Renko arrives on scene, pushes the destroyer. Uh, no, what is it called? Uh, sorry. The, scorpion. The scorpion thing. Pushes it yeah. down. Um, pushes it into the ground. Mando is able to enter and enter the shield and cut it from behind. <laughs> <laughs> I read your mind. Uh, slices the arm, stabs it in the eye. Finally, we get some action with the uh, with the dark saber. Kills the thing. Grogu comes out to the street and uses the force to break the droid. And the well, Rancor finishes. Yeah, it
5: no, he doesn't. He doesn't kill the thing. That's that's yeah, just that's it. True. He slices an arm off and he stabs it in the head, and then he gets knocked down and it's still kicking.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah because droids aren't alive. You don't stab it in the head to kill it. You got to slice it and dice it into multiple pieces. Right. Yeah. So
0: I stand corrected. We did see some Black Saber action. Dark Saber yeah, action. You, yeah, you did. Uh, boy. Stop. <laughs> Easy, Dave. Stop Easy. the beer. Stop <laughs> I'm, I'm,
4: I'm warning you right now. Stop the beer. <laughs> Dark, Dark Saber
5: on droid action. <laughs>
4: Craig's on uh, the
1: sensor button. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go.
0: Uh, the Mod, mod uh, Zipper Girl and Freetown Girl are on the roof picking off pikes. And we got this. We basically oh, have this fist fight so, with the rancor and and the uh, again. I had a droid. moment where
3: she's like, I'm gonna distract him and use snipe, and then she stands exactly two feet away from the sniper, <laughs> with exact attention away from the sniper. I hunt again, in the I'm, desert. I'm Can't not a military miss. person, I'm not trying to pass myself off that way. But what the hell? What the hell?
5: And I just want to know with the impervious shield what's distracting this droid
0: Mm. like what's yeah what's what's garnering its attention as it's like spinning around yeah who knows hey did we hear the wilhelm scream in this episode when when yes uh, Yes. i thought we did yes okay
5: the rancor threw one of the pikes that's right (laughs) when he threw it like halfway across the city behind him we heard it
0: yeah i thought so it was actually a
1: great use of it too yeah
0: uh we discover in this episode that Cad Bane has a flamethrower. I don't think I was aware of that unless did we know yeah. that? We did. Yeah. Okay. All right. We've yeah, seen that before. He, I think it's used in Clone Wars. Yeah, too. I missed that. All right. Uh Rancor is uh afraid of the of fire. It flees. And then we finally get the Boba and Cad Bane <laughs> showdown we've waiting we've been waiting for.
3: It, it flees and I literally thought to myself Huh I wonder what's going to happen with that later But we'll come back to that yeah.
0: Yes <laughs>
3: and, and and the fire part too yeah.
0: Cad Bane says I've known you for a long time What's your angle Boba says this is my city I will not abandon them And uh, Cad Bane bests Boba in the duel He Boba actually gets shot twice He ends up using his gaffy stick to get out of it Cad Bane says I know you were a killer And Boba stabs him in the heart and kills Cad Bane the street.
3: I,
4: did I, he? Uh, did he
0: so it, it,
3: I before
4: it. we get to that, I just want to say I, I agree with you, Scott, but he looked pretty dead in that scene, which I'm like, that's a damn waste of a character yes. who yeah. they built up um for such a long time. So I have to go with Scott and say no, he's not going to bed. Even not gonna be dead, even though he looked really, really dead, and yeah. there was no like his body magically disappeared. It yeah. stayed dead the whole time.
3: He he looked dead. They they left the camera on a long time, like to say, yep. He's really dead, folks. Well, really, really dead. His and-
5: also his little like heart monitor was beeping.
1: Thank mm. you, thank you. So he has a little thing that's one of the. It's like a heart, uh, like a not heart monitor, uh, oxygen sensor thing. That's those tubes going into him was still went- going. If he was dead, Beep. that
3: thing would have shut Beep. off. It's mm. totally. He is not dead. So. Well- thing I, I do want to say, though, is Boba Fett using the gaffy stick, that is badass. That was, more, yeah. more of that and the show would be cooler.
5: And I also want to uh, just note and appreciate that when they showed the stab wound on Cad's chest, it was in an X shape from the gaffy stick's blades Ooh, going into nice. his chest. Wow. So that was a nice touch. That that's was nice a little detail. detail but yeah. I was like, are they going to get that? And they did.
1: So this is this whole sequence, this is probably one of my favorite moments. I do love the gunslinger moment. I do like what they've done with Cad Bane. I've heard some criticism online that they don't like the way he looks, and I get it. He's darker blue. He's a little bit slender in the face. And Nico, I got the lip thing. I get that. But the thing is, is he is older. And there is a reference, mm-hmm. Boba Fett does call him an old man, and I am not a kid anymore. And I love that moment because Cad Bane is the better bounty hunter even though he does get vested in this, he does shoot first. He does get Boba Fett knocked down. And this is also a reference to an unaired episode of the Clone Wars, where there was a showdown between Cad Bane and Boba Fett. And that was where he was supposed to get the dent in his actual helmet. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And Cad Bane has like a metal thing underneath his hat. And that's where he got hit from Boba Fett. But you see the dent get in Boba Fett's helmet. And I'm just like, that whole moment was like, reproduced for this moment and it was fantastic to see it i was it just, just gonna that was go ahead.
5: i was gonna say as somebody who didn't watch all of clone wars is there a lot of history like i've seen some episodes here and there you yeah. know maybe like 30 40 of clone wars and i've seen enough of cad bane and what he can do but is there a history between cad and boba
1: yes mm-hmm. uh so cad bane uh wait i'm going to i hope i can get getting this right so correct me if i'm wrong guys if you know this but cad bane was a mentor, or was mentored by jango fett and then became boba fett's mentor in the clone wars series at one point he's a young kid he still looks like daniel logan boba fett young and he's hooked up with like a soke uh, not a um oh god what's the girl from um,
5: with the episode fingers? One. The long yeah. fingers and the a red hair. Thing. I was going to say, I've seen the episode where he is like a boss. Yeah. Foresting. And her and one or two other of the bounty hunters. Yeah. But I didn't see Cad Bane involved in that.
1: Yeah, he is in there. He's also in a, a really good series where he has to go into the Jedi Temple and steal one of the holocrons that has, like, names of the kids, the Force-sensitive kids that they're searching out. It, he's got a really great backstory in The Clone Wars definitely check it out also you brought up all the other bounty hunter names nico why why if you're gonna throw all these great characters at us and we have Oceans in the city as a sector why mm. did we not get even a small reveal of bosk in this mm. bosk and boba fett have so much history i know it's legends but my god to have him come in
5: they're like and- rivals aren't they
1: well,
4: yeah that's... it's it's the 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 history may be legends but the characters are still there because i mean there's 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 boss there's dengar there's the the whatever right. the four Lom, whatever it was there's yep. i g yeah
5: i was gonna say we got mean, it would have been it would have
4: been great to see more of the bounty hunter cadre if you will um in the show about the main bounty hunter that we're all familiar with yeah hmm.
5: But no, we had to get
4: made up Fennec Shand and all of her
5: fucking interjections for ever.
4: Oh, and that I'm okay with Fennec Shand in the show. I really am. I, she's. I am she's not, I don't have an issue with her at all. Not at but all. Here's here's one
1: thumbs problem up for I Fennec, with Shan. Fennec Shand. Shand though, mm-hmm. Fennec Shand has
4: a history. If you
1: watched uh, the Bad Batch, which is a spinoff of the Clone Wars, with Cad Bane, and mm. there's that moment where the Boba Fett and Fennec Shan are staring down Cad Bane, and I'm just like, you got to make some sort of reference, because there was some serious history there. There was some crazy stuff going on in Bad Batch with her. So,
5: before and, the Book of Boba, Boba and Fennec Shan worked together?
3: Uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah.
5: But you're and, saying just, when they're staring down Cat? Oh, I just heard you then
3: no 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 boba fett and
1: fennec shan in this episode are standing side by okay. side and cad bane walks up now cad bane has history with both of those characters from clone oh. wars and bad batch oh, i see yeah. i see so it's it, to not call her out after what we saw happen between the two of them and it all happened on camino so i'm like there's some great connection to attack of the clones and the prequels there and clone wars and they just let it go without a single like not even a nod like we know each other that type of thing and i'm like damn it that would that would have been cool too
0: yeah nope. guys let's wrap this up a couple more <laughs> scenes here um rank the rancor climbs the tower mando flies up to ride the rancor uh, but and then the, a
4: biplane sw- flies yeah. by and eats off. Literally, and just, there's they,
3: a blonde bombshell on street level screaming. Yeah, yeah when, they, tis, when they were showing tis him beauty
4: on, that killed the beast.
3: When they were showing him on the tower, I was like, "Wow, all they're missing is Ray. And then I was like, "Oh, part of Ray played by Mando." Right, okay, I see how this is going to work. <laughs>
0: Did King Kong ever try to eat Ray's head, though? I
3: don't. I haven't seen all the all the <laughs> film versions of it, so I'm all not right. going to try to answer that definitively. <laughs> all right
4: did try and get it on with Je- Jessica Lang in the 70s one Absolutely I think so yeah, do yeah. that. well
1: yeah. wouldn't
0: you I mean come on and, uh, and
1: let's be fair Faye Ray didn't have vescar so you know <laughs> 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 there was there's no chomping down and having a breaking a cavity or a tooth there so
0: then we get the showdown everybody's been waiting for it. grogu versus the rancor in the streets of masa the right. rancor growls blows grogu's hair back and uh, Grogu uses the force to calm the Rancor down, puts him to sleep. Yeah. In a very cute little moment, Gregu- Grogu lays down, curls up, almost cuddles with him at the very end there.
4: BFFs forever! He does
5: cuddle with him, and it's funny, at the end of the episode, um, Shana, my wife, came home in the middle of me watching the episode, and she was sitting there having dinner while I was finishing it up, and I was like, oh, look at it, it's so cute, and she's like, yeah, and this is how they get the women to sit with their husbands and watch the show.
0: Uh, (laughs) I just never knew
3: animal husbandry was a a force power.
0: (laughs) Wow. We cut to the Pike's headquarters in uh, Moss Isley. And the mayor and the family heads are all with the Pike. Because
3: earlier on, Fennec Jan went
4: off to deal with the headquarters by
0: herself. Right. She
4: couldn't have done this in like episode three.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> master assassin, Fennec Shand takes care of business. Yeah.
4: I, I, I really thought, Dave, I was thinking of you during this whole time. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be where Kira shows up and it's the crimson dawn yeah. and oh, this yeah, is what's yeah. gonna But then it's like Fennec Shand popping. in. I get she's a master assassin, but really now? They couldn't have done this four episodes ago.
3: Yeah. I all mean... they
4: had all they had to do was threaten to kill the Twilight guy and he roll and
3: he rolled over. Exactly. <laughs> I, gave up the information.
5: I will say, in their defense of not using Finnick Shand as the master assassin this whole time before, is mm. Bob was been saying this entire time, like, no, we don't rule through fear. He's kind of put a leash on her yep. through this entire series, and finally, you know, in this last episode, the gloves come off. So, what
1: what caused those gloves to come off? Because if we back up just two episodes, the last two episodes. Uh, we got almost no Bo- Boba Fett. In fact, one episode I don't even think had Boba Fett in it at all. So, at what point does he just sit back and go, "All right, let's kill him"? <laughs> let's
5: well, I, well think, I, I think, think it's, it's... I think it was.
0: Go ahead, Nico. Go, go ahead. See. Well, I think it's the bombing okay. of the pleasure palace. I mean, that's oh, that's well, what sets yeah. it off, you know.
5: I was going to say it was that in conjunction with them sitting back and using it, you know, the mods to watch, and you hmm. know, having those. All, all of his people kind of posted up and they're like, okay, you bombed our people and now we're going to kind of watch and see what happens. And everybody starts getting attacked. And that's when Fennec's like, okay, I'm going to go handle shit. And he's like, all right, you go. Finally, you know, he lets the dog off the leash to go do what she does best.
1: Granted, you know, she's just shooting everybody, which is great, but I love the moment. It's like, hey, this one guy, I'm going to string him up and <laughs>
3: In an actual brutal way. Oh yeah, yeah I think that she was stabs brutal. one of them. To be fair, no, also. She, 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 oh, right, she stabs right.
5: the Pike guy in the back. In but the back. No, yeah. that scene when she when she strings up the mare, <laughs> and yeah. then you see his feet just dangling for the next couple of shots. That was I thought pretty gruesome for a Star Wars.
0: I thought the same know, thing. Product, and
5: but I was it was yeah. pretty fitting.
0: I thought the same thing, and the, there's a sound effect there with a broken neck. You know, the, you know, Pretty, yeah, and you see nasty. the feet
5: twitch, do a last kick when the neck snaps, and then they just yeah. go still.
0: That was a little Robert Rodriguez. Uh, little. Uh, they also action did, there. that. Also mm-hmm.
4: happened to the uh, to the uh, Rebel commander by Darth Vader in Episode Four. He also struggles through his final breath, and there's neck crunching in that one as well. So yeah.
3: good. Mm. Good leaders lift people up, Greg, and that is what Darth Vader is. He's a good leader. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, finally, we get to the end scene here. The streets are calm. We get the Book of Boba Fett theme. Boba is a celebrity. Boba and Fennec, people are bowing at them. Boba says, we're not suited for this. And Fennec says, if not us, then who? And we get the final shot, Mando and Grogu in his N1 Starfighter. We knew this was coming eventually. We see Grogu in the uh, in the uh, the dome and behind the cockpit of the N1 Um. He's knocking on the dome with the the little uh, his little ball, the little steel ball. Finally, Mando says, "All right, fine, I'll do it one last time." And he he kicks in the nitro, punches it, and they blast off screen. Cut. End credits. End of season one. End
4: of, of season 1.5. Let me back up because the last line from Boba Fett saying. What does he say? We don't deserve this, or are we really suited for are, this? We yeah. are
0: not. We are not suited for this. Yeah.
4: We're not suited for this. So this whole season, and he's just gonna say, "Fuck it!" <laughs> After all <laughs> yeah. this, he's, he's, being, like, humble. Ah, never he's mind. being humble.
0: He's being humble. He's <laughs> just yeah. trying to be humble. We give it
4: a good try, you know. He's like, this rule in a town thing fucking sucks. I'm gonna go back to being a, bo- a bounty hunter. <laughs> so is, somebody else made the, a point online. The- the It was the biggest letdown for this entire piece. For me personally, Mm. it it was just such a—you know—he had this hard-fought victory. He's got all these people who support him. It's kind of—you know—it's kind of his redemption arc story. And he's like, "Ah, fuck it, (laughs) I'm out."
1: Yeah, Yeah. this isn't what I I was looking for. Oh, come on! He's
0: not saying he's out. He's—he's trying to be. He's—he's a a humble leader. He's—he's expressing humility here. He's like, we don't deserve a that. a cold-blooded but,
5: but to, killer. The last it, thing we see him yes. do before he starts, you know, oh, why does it have to be the right arm? uh oh, I can't move. Is he fucking stabs somebody in the heart with a gaff?
3: <laughs> yes. To get to get to where he wants to be, he had to remain the cold-blooded killer. Like yeah. for him, really, nothing has changed. Just the stage dressing. He's still who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not the end of the show because there is a post-credit scene. There was one thing left.
0: Oh, because
5: you know, in the did you not watch it, Steve?
0: I did not see the post credit (laughs) (laughs) scene.
5: What? They've even told us, and I watched it. Do we get to watch Steve watch it now, like we did me watching the Mando stinger, guys? He's
1: totally fucking with us. Seriously, you didn't see it? One hundred percent.
0: I finished watching the show at eight forty, and we started recording uh, the show at nine.
4: I... I, I hinted. I, I heard a rumor that there was going to be a trailer for the Obi wan series, and Steve, it is right. not that. It is not.
0: <laughs> All right. Do we want? we, we want to watch this? And come back. Do we want to, or do we want to watch this live? Do you want to, do you want me to it queue it up? It,
3: it, it doesn't even it will not even take 30 seconds. Right, so if yeah. you want to queue right. it up,
0: we can All right. Uh talk about yourselves while I do this.
3: Let me just tell you
5: right now, also yeah. quick spoiler, not spoiler. It's not Mara Jade because I thought it was Mara Jade for a second from behind. <laughs>
4: I had to, I, and it's I I, not. Had, I had to look had it up to, online who it was. I I did too. So did I. Same. What? <laughs> did not what? recognize at at all. Really? Okay. Nope. Wow. All right.
5: That, even um, rewound even, f- even f-
4: re- well, it and watched it again, still didn't recognize it. Let me, let I, me,
1: I, I know we're not rating. Oh, sorry, Nico. Go ahead. Sorry.
5: I was say, I knew who both of them were immediately watching yeah. it. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I can't say immediately because, like I said, from behind, I saw the one character and I was like, ooh, is that Mara Jade? Are they finally going to introduce this character? <laughs> and then they turned around and I was like, nope, it's not Mara Jade. And then they showed the close-up and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah cool that's not as exciting as i thought
1: um well before we before we just end with that and steve's queuing up his his, his uh mid credit scene or whatever i i have to say this i really just dumped all over this episode and my I, I don't know if we're gonna rate it or not but this is my feeling on it i gotta say something semi-nice because i do i like the going off in the n1 fighter with grogu and the, the little tapping and, and then hitting the hyperdrive and all that stuff but I was kind of disappointed in that also because I, you know, he pukes every time he goes super <laughs> fast. So I was like, in that nice clear dome, it'd just be great if we see this fluorescent green puke just flying back. I will
5: say, also in defense of them, it's not hyperdrive. It's he sub-light. does not spoil. It's sublight travel, so that's it right. could hmm. be that light speed is what triggers it, and that's still sublight travel. Light and speed. we hear the X-wing. Yeah. Uh, you know, the cops talk about it. He's like, "Oh, we didn't even see him spool up his hyperdrive or whatever." And he's like, "No, kid, that's just his like normal engine." Yeah. You know, so yeah. maybe you know he's not going to puke anymore.
1: That would be, that would be nice. Maybe all right. He can th- control it with the force. All
0: right. I think I've got this queued up. Let me uh, let me share my screen here, so uh, right. we can all watch it together. If I can figure out how to do this. That's so funny.
3: Literally, I, I literally warned everybody about this. It, is, yeah. Dave, is Dave is Dave allowing
4: you to share the screen?
0: I, oh, maybe not. Hang
3: on. I
4: was going to say
5: Dave called me out on it. Like, hey, there's a there go. credit stinger. Right. Nico, make sure you watch it.
3: And I thought that would be the end of that joke, but look, it's just paying dividends. Now we get the <laughs> shit in Steve's pants twice. <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs>
0: All right, here we go. I'm sharing my screen. You guys should be able to see the yeah, image fairly well. See it.
5: All right. The Cuddle Fest.
0: All right, here we go. Okay, we got a back to tank in the palace. The 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 infamous back to tank. Mm-hmm. Somebody's in the back to tank. Oh, is that the? Oh, it's him. It's the dude. Who the it's what the, the
5: mod surgeon?
0: It's cue the...
4: cue the Matrix music. All right, it's the mod <laughs> yeah. surgeon, right? It's
0: the mod surgeon from uh, episode. What is it? F- uh, three or f- three or episode four? Episode three.
5: Post Vespa not chasing. Yeah, but who's uh, three? But three. who's
0: who's in the back? The guy. Detect, the guy...
3: You so, really don't recognize them. So I'm not gonna lie. I truly thought it was Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer until I looked <laughs> up online. I would believe that more than who it actually is. Yeah. Scott, you can't tell me that doesn't look like James Marsters with blonde hair. Well, now that you mention it, it, not, it does. Oh wow! Is that not the Marshall? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, It's, it's the Marshall. One hundred percent. Bob Vanth himself, ladies and gentlemen. How there you Tim go. The no. only
0: fan How? What? Yep. Who That's, else didn't could recognize it be? Him.
4: Didn't recognize him. I don't you know, know, you been know anybody. There, the Star Wars universe is vast, Nico. Don't mock us. Well, the funny thing Eyes, is... put on your glasses. <laughs>
5: oh, 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 oh. Wow.
4: Uh, wow. Gen Gen her eyes, not boomers. Fuck you. I just... The minute, okay. So the minute he makes Copium. a reference, the
1: minute he makes a reference to somebody, it's being occupied. Mm. I just thought, okay. The one thing that we talked about was Cobb Van didn't die. He, he got shot in the shoulder. So I'm yeah.
3: like,
4: oh, that's not there, bad. There was, there was lots of people fussing over him, even you, you know, even though nobody was going after the poor deputy. I mean, right. People were, just, <laughs> people were
3: digging a hole for the deputy and were very worried about the sheriff. You know, what, <laughs> what kind of gets me about the whole thing, though, is
5: that all of the townsfolk show up and they talk about the back tank being occupied, but they had no idea that the townsfolk were showing up. But they already put the marshal in the fucking back to tank. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Let me do this. He was, in the, he was actually in the trunk of the speeders
4: where he was.
5: They had <laughs> um, to make a quick pit stop.
4: Yes. So. At the so. 76 station. And then they had
5: to drop him off at Jabba's <laughs> <drop his>
2: Palace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, all right. Let's do quick. Quick round robin here let's give this one Ray, a- is for the
4: series or the episode series or episode you know what yeah, that's a both. great
0: that's a great point let, let's let do the let's do the series we only have about two okay. minutes so let's get through this Greg I'm gonna have you go first entire series I, I out of five to, out of five entire, Death entire stars.
4: series yep. I, oh, out of five Death Stars yep. oh shit well okay so I wanted I wanted to be like a B grade so that's like that's like four out of five Death Stars yep because uh, B for Boba but but it just wasn't that good and so I gotta give it a C three out of five Death Stars
0: all right Nika Rodriguez, how many Death Stars?
4: I will give it five. Too many
5: fan service scenes uh, out of five for wow. the entire series.
0: All right. All courses incomplete. Thank you for that non-score score. Task
5: failed successfully. <laughs> uh,
0: Scott, what 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 say you, my friend?
1: I'm going to do it real quick like this. Episode two, maybe two and a half Death Stars, maybe. And then the whole series, I'd give maybe three. There were some really good things, but then there were some really, really bad things.
0: So you said episode seven. This last episode, you give it two Death Stars. Okay. Two Death Stars. Got gotcha, you. The gotcha. whole series.
1: I, gave I see. Got gotcha,
0: you, and, Nico. And, Nico. And
5: I'll, I'll let Dave give his uh, his score here in a second, but I will say out of Death Stars, I will give it 2.5 seasons of The
3: Mandalorian. All right. <laughs>
0: All right. Dave, what say you? How many Death Stars? Do you walk
3: stars? to work or do you carry your lunch, Nico? I will give it uh, 3.75 Death Stars and one Tarzan from Star Wars Volume 1, Issue 51.
0: Well done. Gets 3.5 Death Stars from me. Uh, I give this a solid 70%. Love, love, love seeing Luke Skywalker. The Mod Squad. Wow. Just so out of place. Not so much. So out of <laughs> Not place. so much. Uh, guys, this was a lot of fun. We reviewed every episode of The Book of Boba Fett. We hope to be back with you eventually to talk some Star Wars. Until then, keep watching, keep listening. Enjoy your Star Wars, no matter how you love it. We love it too. We love you for listening. Special thanks to Mark Morita, and may the force be with us all.
4: Oh, that was right on it too. Congratulations, you yeah. nailed it. Boom. You, you Every nailed the time. I, I'm I'm glad they made. You know, I appreciate when they make good, self-contained stories like Hawkeye. Um, no. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't all need to end on some grand cliffhanger. <laughs> You know, I like that they can just compress a story because, you know, I think we talked about it with with Hawkeye specifically. You make a compressed story, it fits in, it fits in a trade paperback, and and you're good to go. You get the complete story, you enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that they did that with this. I I appreciate that they didn't end it on a cliffhanger. They told the story, they wrapped everything up. Um, there's a little bit of a cliffhanger with the Cobb band stuff, but it's it's really really minor in the grand scheme of things. Um, I will never watch this show again. That's
3: us you say. <laughs> like, so, so, wait, let's so, say. Wait, like, are you saying you won't watch season one again or if Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett season two comes oh, out? Oh, season you're one. Not, you're not watching season two. Season
4: season one. Okay. Season one. Okay. Yeah. I, I will never go, go back to, the, it's like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I will never go back to Falcon and Winter Soldier um, uh, for season one ever again. No need to see that ever again. Mm-hmm. Feel the same way with this one. No yeah. need to even see it.
5: So let's just say that they don't have a season two. Um. Mm-hmm. what are your expectations for the character of Boba Fett in the future? Like if they stay on this timeline, we see, you know, season three of Mando, do we see more Boba? Is that complete? Up.
4: They've, they've gone back to Tatooine in both seasons of the Mandalorian. Um, I'm assuming that there'll be, you know, obviously they're, they'll, you know, different timeline, but they're going back to Tatooine again for, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, mando i'm sure will go back to tatooine one more time they've yeah. got fucking they've got uh, amy sedaris on speed dial already so they'll Obi-Wan, be back there again
5: obi-wan is a different timeline
6: though
4: yeah, yeah but, man, but i mean it's, it's the setting and it's the location so uh so Bo- boba fett will be back um i'm they sure, have, sure they have
5: all the sets already built so why rebuild mm-hmm. another set right save mm-hmm. money
4: I think there's going to be a lot
1: more. I I honestly, and Greg, thank you for agreeing with me on this. I think Cad Bane's coming back. And my feeling is is we've already been set up with Mandalorian. He has to go back to Mandalore and get into Mm -hmm. those caverns to redeem himself. So I think there's going to be a bounty hunter. I'm sorry.
4: It's the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Yes. So sorry. Yes. (laughs) Okay, Prince. Let's uh, (laughs) <laughs>
1: let me bust out my purple rain and all i our- oh, I,
4: I was so mad when i because i had that joke all lined up and dave busted <laughs> it out first with like neither one of us prodded each other to do it but dave kind of and i was i was so proud and so mad all at the same time that <laughs> <laughs> is great I, um. I was
3: making that joke specifically for you greg just so you know
1: too funny